Hello, everyone, and welcome to Rams Revealed. I'm JB Long, and with two regular season games remaining, the Rams do have a clear path to their division title. Win this weekend in Seattle, then get the regular season finale at home against the Cardinals. That's it. No help required. Your Rams are 9-5, and five, the Seahawks 10-4, and four, and so the West is very much on the line this Sunday. To help us preview that matchup is a 25-year-old defensive tackle who made his Rams debut in Week 10 against those Seahawks. Ashawn Robinson is our guest from the Rams facility in Thousand Oaks. Ashawn, thanks for your time on this holiday week. How are you? I'm great, man. I'm great. I'm Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. You know, it's a blessing to be here. Well, uh, you said it well, and do you feel comfortable in California yet? I mean, this has been quite a year to move um, to Los Angeles. Yeah, I feel comfortable. You know, the guys made it great when I came transition, when I came in. You know, we had stuff going on at the beginning of the year, but I finally got in with the team, and they made it as comfortable as it, it could be. Good. I'm happy to hear that. Hey, before we get to Seattle, I'm hoping you can help us put the loss to the Jets behind us. What's the mood at the facility this week following that disappointment? Um, it's, you know, it's 24 hour rule, you know, you lose, you know, it's a, it's not something you want to like, you know, get down on, but it's something that conscious of because other teams are going to look at things that happen in the game. So you got to correct those mistakes and move on and get better to prepare for the next, next week. Was that the most surprising upset you've been a part of on a football field? Um, no, I was in Detroit when we were losing pretty bad my last two years. We were six and ten, three and ten. We were three and ten my last year there. So that's pretty disappointing. We've 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 lost ten games and we was three and ten. So that's very disappointing. I, mm. Biggest. Is there any sense that it might serve as motivation going to Seattle, Ashawn, or do you think this group would have been as locked in as possible given what's at stake in the Pacific Northwest? everyone's locked in you know we we have a goal we want to go out there and and dominate as a team as a unit and I feel that with that with that loss we had to take it on take it on the chin and keep moving and worry about Seattle preparing right getting everything in the right way making sure we got everything as a as a unit offense defense special teams everything that we can have just everyone clicking on the same route and just ready to go ball Hmm. Now, if my research is correct, you've hosted the Seahawks twice in your career, including this year at SoFi Stadium. But is this your first road trip to Seattle? Nope. We played in my rookie year in the playoffs. We had we were up for the division okay. title. We lost to Green Bay for the title. And we had ended up coming in, I think it was like fourth or something. Or we had to go to we had to go to we've been in like I don't know. But anywho, we had to go to Seattle for that. Okay, so you've seen it at full tilt. You know what it's like when the 12s are rocking. Oh, yeah. Dip- 12, really di- 12 is cool. I love it. I love the energy because, you know, the, the banter is what gets you going a little bit. You know, fans talking smack and, you know, you can deliver by going out there and shutting them down. And it's just changing the whole mood of the whole stadium, I feel. Like, that was the, that was the cool part. We lost that game, but they had it. we had them on the ropes. We had them on the ropes. Well, it'll be a little bit different this time around, of course. But where does uh, that rank among the loudest best college or professional you played in? I can't say. It's uh, the loudest venue I ever played at was definitely in college, but because there's just more fans. And um, but <sighs> Seattle's 12 man range, it's up there. It's like I'm going to say in the top five. I'll just say that. Yeah. 
Minneapolis, New Orleans, probably some of the other ones. Some of the other ones, yeah. The Superdome gets loud. I don't know. You've been in the Saints. The Superdome gets real loud when there's fans in there. Um, but having been through Death Valley, nothing in comparison. Tuscaloosa. Nah. It's just way too much. It's over 100,000 fans. You can't compare to that. It's college. <laughs> You're six games into your uh, season now your Rams career. I imagine, Aishan, it's not easy to drop into the middle of an NFL season, especially not this year. How are you feeling about your contribution so far and what you might be poised to do down the stretch? Uh, just keep stacking blocks, you know, just get better and better every week is working on my craft to be better. You know, anything I do that I think that I've done okay, you know, it's not good enough. It's never good enough. So I just feel that I got to keep stacking blocks. So in my head, I do something. I got to keep stacking blocks. I got to be better. I got to be better. I got to be better. That's how I just stay up on these guys and just so I can stay up with the guys. And I don't get left behind. Even though I started in the middle of the season, like I'm already behind, but I can't get too far behind. You know what I mean? So just staying up everything and just trying to be ahead. Is there such a thing as playing shape when you're rotating through a defensive line and you don't get a training camp, you don't get that ramp up period? Uh, the way we work as a group, the extra work we put in, it's, we're getting that, that, that in already, you know, playing shape. The extra work we put in the weight room and, and whatever, whatnot, on the field, off the field, it's just it's, – it's, it's unbelievable. And we, I never did that in, in Detroit. And being here and all the guys wanting to do that, putting all that extra work to be better for one another, it's been great. What can you tell us about dog work? Dog, what can I tell you? It's nasty. You got to be nasty and vicious, man. You got to be out there like a real dog. You got to be falling from the mouth. Acting, but no, I was just playing physical, going out there and just striking blocks and dominating, you know, just going out there, doing your job at a high intensity and, and not lacking at all on any phase of it from running past anything that they do out there on the field, just going out there and just dominating, being a dog. See, I love that description in part because I'm not sure I've ever seen defensive linemen smile as much as you all do. Brock, AD, Seabass, yourself. I mean, those are some million-dollar personalities. It might be the happiest position group I've ever observed, and yet there's some nasty to you. Just because, you know, the brotherhood. You know, everyone looks after one another and care for one another, so we're trying to be great as a whole. It's not just one person being great. It's everyone being great. So we know the goal and the task that's in hand, so we know that it's going to take us being – full tilt every week for us mm -hmm. to go out there and really show that dog work. You know what I mean? Collectively, your pass rush accounted for six sacks, a dozen hits against Russell Wilson in the first meeting. What's it going to take to duplicate that performance this time around? Stopping run and just getting after it. Just stopping, you know, every team comes in with their philosophy, but we got to come in and do what we got to do, you know, and just stop the run and get after them. Is pressure up the middle the key to disrupting someone with his skill set because he's so good at ducking that edge rush? Uh, I would say just just getting people um, in his way, in his face, I would say. Just getting in him. Like you said, mm -hmm. getting pressure up the middle, just getting, getting bodies on him so he can't see those reads and everything, getting in his field of vision and doing what we need to do. Just to zoom out a little bit to the defense at large, I'd love to get your perspective, having been on some great ones and played next to some really talented players throughout your career. What stands out to you as unique about this 2020 Rams defense? That dog work. Dog work for real. It's real. It's serious. It's, uh, you know, not just only as us, but other people believe in it as well on the defense and others 
try to live by it and do live by it. And so it's just everybody going out there with this, like I said, the same mindset, wanting to go out there to dominate. That's all we want to do is just dominate. So we got to go out there and just do what we got to do. It ain't going to be all get, but it's going it's to it's get what we going to get the results when we dominate. They don't get T-shirts though, right? <laughs> no, they don't get T-shirts. <laughs> um, Plain hypothetical here, Sean. If the Rams needed a goal line fullback, I think you might be that guy. Oh, I'm with Might it. Might it be worth? I'm with it. I did it in college. Like, I don't even, That's what I don't, I'm saying. I don't want no ball. I just want to go knock somebody. But I, I McVay knows about it. Has he seen that portion of your resume tape? Um, I don't know. Maybe he has. I don't know. But I'll be, I'm willing to go out there and, and hit whatever's in the way that I need to go hit to clear a hole. Oh, I, I call it the black hole, you know. It was just me and Jaren Reed in Seattle. So it was me and him and being a fullback. It would be the two fullbacks and clear up the A-gaps. <laughs> Maybe someone will uh, anonymously send that clip to <laughs> to Sean McVay's email address this week. I don't want to spoil your game plan. Um, it leads me to, look, I'm going to take a shot on this one. Sometimes interview questions pay off. Sometimes they flop. That's what editing and deleting is for in post-production. Mm-hmm. But tell me if you know where I'm coming from on this one. These are two of my favorites. Better Alabama photo meme for social media. Derrick Henry next to Mark Ingram out there or Ajon Robinson next to Derrick Henry at Media Day? Oh, that's the uh, – I had to say uh, – that's, ooh, that's tough. That's They're tough. good, right? That's good. That's a good one. That's a good one. I'm going to have to go with uh, – I'm going to have to go with Mark. Mark going to hate me for this one. I love you, Mark, but uh, Mark, because Mark looked like a little kid, a little infant next to him. <laughs> It's not Mark, fair. He's you still gotta... run hard, Mark. You still run hard, bro. You still run hard. That letter jacket didn't do him right in that picture. Sorry. <laughs> it didn't. It didn't. It didn't. Um, a couple more silly ones, and then we'll get you on to uh, the rest of your Seattle preparation and your Christmas. You can have SoFi Stadium to yourself for a night, okay? And put any movie you want up on that video board. Ooh. What's your choice? Ooh. Dang. All right. All right. Right. Is this a Sunday? Is this a Saturday or a Monday? Like, is this during the week or weekends? You tell me. You dictate the terms. All right. Let's see. If this is the weekend, then. All right. All right. I'm going to watch. I'm going to watch this gentleman. Because? Because I just love the way that Matthew McConaughey played the role in the movie. I feel that it was just. It was. You know, kind of like a little like gangster, gangster feel to it, but like really like classy. Like he, he was just like I love the I love the way that he played the role as lead actor. All right, and where are you sitting? You going up on a concourse? You want a field level? I mean, there's a lot of good views. I'm going, I'm going middle of the fifty, about midway up, and I'm just I'm I'm stuck there. I'm on, I'm turning everything loud like it's a game. I'm just. I'm just there watching it. All right, we'll call that the owner's suite then. Hey, <laughs> Sean, is your Christmas shopping finished yet? Yeah, it's, I finished it um, about two weeks ago. I finished everything two weeks ago. Good I'm for a, you. Who's the most uh, difficult person to shop for? Mm, nobody, really. Everyone's thankful for whatever they get, so no one really has any problems with that. But if I had to pick, I'd say my mom, because she was 
dang near got everything. So it should be the toughest one to shop for. Because you and your brother have been taking care of her for years, right? For years. So she she said. Which uh, Rams teammate got the locker room the nicest presents? The locker room? Well, AD got us something nice. AD got us something real, real nice. But the Super 73 bikes, I'll say Jalen got them boys. The bikes, that's probably – that was smooth, the electric bikes. That's cool. That's dope. You didn't catch one, one of those? I wanted one of those. That's the only reason I say that because I, I wanted one of those and they got one. So it's dope. And I'm going to end up buying myself one probably for Christmas. There you go. Well, even though you didn't tell us exactly what it was, knowing what Aaron's contract looks like, I'm, I'm sure it was nice. It was, it was nice. It was really nice. Okay, there you go. All I want for Christmas, last thing, Sean, is Notre Dame to finally have some success against your Alabama Crimson. It won't happen. In the college football playoff. Nope, not happening. 2012, not get- 2012 showed a lot. You know, they feel like they're a new team now, but, you know, so is Alabama. And we put up 60-some points a game, dang near. All right, so no chance they get past Nick Saban and your Crimson Tide on New Year's Day in Arlington, Texas. Um, there's always a chance. You know, it's like football, any, like on Sundays in the NFL, any given Sunday. So any given Saturday, they got a chance, but not really. All it's, right. It's just the, the humble it, but not really, you know. That one hit – that any given Sunday hit a little close to home for our audience there, Ray Sean. That's not the note we want to finish on, so. I know, I know, but I'm just saying. I'm just saying, real life. Real life is any given <laughs> Sunday. You can't, you, can't, you can't fault that. Well, I wish you and all your teammates a very Merry Christmas. Thank you for spending part of your week with us, helping us get to know you a little bit better. Um, looking forward to uh, you going up and, and making some amends in Seattle. I'm confident you and your group will. Yes, sir. Appreciate you. Be well. God bless. All right. And to our audience, thank you as always for listening. To those of you who've taken the time to leave reviews throughout this season, we really do appreciate you very much. Remember, we cannot wait for you to step into the Rams house in 2021. There's still time to be among the first to experience it. To purchase season tickets, visit therams.com slash 2021 to be there at SoFi Stadium. For Sean Robinson, for Rudy, and for Jamie, who made this podcast possible, I'm JB Long, and this is Rams Reveal. <laughs>